Hello and welcome back. I'm Mark. It's Trucking Answers and I'm here with my orange co-host Gracie who's having some breakfast but we'll be back soon. So we do this podcast occasionally. I hope you are enjoying it. We are over 100 podcasts so that is pretty exciting. On the podcast that directly follows a live show I like to pick up usually on some topic that was on the show that we may have left unexplored or maybe get into more. And today, that's exactly what I would like to do. So we had a very good discussion on the live show, which goes on on YouTube, for those of you that don't know, at Trucking Answers. And uh, we talked about mileage versus hourly pay. Now, I'm a big advocate of people being paid by the hour. And uh, there's a driver on there, and I didn't ask him about bringing this on here. So he uh, does own his own truck. And he's not a big advocate for hourly pay. And I get that. There's some people that don't like it. And so I wanted to go over why that might be and why hourly pay is ultimately great and why you should agree with me because I'm right. Okay. The thing in life that people don't do much of, most people, they never consider their time into anything. Let me tell you what. Time is the most important thing that you have of all the things you have because it's limited and you only have a little bit of it it runs out quickly nobody factors time into their equation and it that is the first thing that you should factor into your equation when you're deciding how much to get paid when you are an employee and this hourly is for employees okay if you own your own business uh, you know, that kind of thing, then you choose a rate based on a contract or whatever. I don't have any of that. As an employee, I need to be paid by you, the employer, first off, for my time. Before we discuss anything else, we have to know how much of my time are you taking? Because I only get so much of it and you want to take some of it for your purposes. Why are you having me come in to make you, the employer, money? Let's not be, let's not beat around the bush about this. The only reason that you are hired as an employee is to make the employer money. They feel that by bringing you on, they'll make more than it costs to have you there. If they didn't, they'd go out of business. So that's not, uh, let's not be a coy about this. All right. They make more than they pay you or you won't be there obviously. So what they're doing is taking my time up. During the time that the employer has me, I cannot do things that I want to do. I can't uh, do anything, right? I may miss the manhole. I may miss other things, whatever it is. So whatever time that I'm doing something for them or on their behalf should be paid first. Even if I'm sleeping in the truck, in a truck stop 1,000 miles from my house because I can't do the things I want to do. You don't see your family. Well, Mark, you have the internet. Do you really think that's the same as seeing your family? Do you really think the internet is the same as going to a car show, which there is next weekend here, hot summer nights here in Lafayette, the largest car show of the uh, summer at Market Square Mall? So I hope that you'll all be, anybody that lives in the area, uh, 29th weekend, I hope you'll be over there check that out on the internet i'll be walking around there come on out and say hello there's 
huge car show. You can't go to that car show if you aren't here in town. And as much as I would like to broadcast it live on the uh, YouTube channel, I can't because they play music there. So that's why it is not a live broadcast for me there. There'll be pictures. Usually I'll take pictures and make a video out of it. But, uh, you know, it's something I enjoy doing. So if you're going to take me away from that, you should pay me. Ultimately, all the time that I'm at work, I wouldn't otherwise sleep at a truck stop. Like, on your free time, do you go in your car to a truck stop and sleep there? No. Why are you there then? Because work has you there. Now, they didn't particularly send you to that truck stop, but because of the job they have you do on the road, going, say, 2,000 miles, you have to stop along the way at truck stops. That's all because of them. They said, look, we're going to take your week or two weeks or however long it is, all of that time. Not just the time you drive, all of it. We're going to take it. And because all of that time has to be dedicated to moving this load, you should get paid for all of that time. That's all work time. That's time you will never get back. You won't see your kids during that time. You won't see your family. You won't go to a car show. You won't do anything else. You won't go to that Liza Minnelli concert that I know you wanted to go to. You won't be able to do any of these things because you're at work. Okay, Even if you're off-duty, you're at work. And in fact, many companies in their driver manual have in there that you still are responsible for the truck 24 hours a day. Okay, Many of them that people have sent me in here have that in there. That's work, no matter what anybody else says. And that time, you should figure in to your calculations. And very few people do. That's number one. The next thing an employer should pay you for is the time before you got there. Okay, it's like an investment. So when you go into a place and say, I've been driving all these years, the company has to pay you for the time you already have been driving. They are making an investment. They're they're reaping the rewards of other people's investment in you. And so they should pay more for that because they're getting a benefit from it. Someone that's been driving two weeks is different than a driver that's been driving 20 years and has a good record and a clean record. When someone comes in with a lot of experience in different kinds of equipment all over the place doing many different things, they can just come in and go to work. Okay, you don't have to train them. You don't have to do anything. They just go to work. That's worth something. Okay, that's worth something. And they should pay for that also. But the thing that people never factor in is their time. And I don't understand it. That's why when people say, oh, you know, the most important thing you can give is time. I agree with that. Okay, stop giving people gifts and stuff and just go show up at their house and say hello to them. You know, time. Time is the most important thing, and that should be paid for dearly. People, uh, you know, another thing I hear always is, well, Mark, people hourly won't do any work. They'll be lazy. They won't do anything. You know, they're just going to sit around and go 40 miles an hour. Have you ever gotten a package delivered by a UPS driver in, uh, you know, one of those brown trucks? Because what can brown do for you? You think that guy's lazy all day? Or woman? Okay. Do you think they're being lazy? No. What do you see them do? Delivering 500 packages a day, running around. They were just a guy that collapsed on a porch. Just go look at the video. From heat exhaustion. They don't have air conditioning. They're running back and forth. Okay. Are they late? They're paid by the hour, by the way. Are they lazy? Oh, well, no. Why? 
<laughs> technology. They can track exactly where the truck is, how long it takes, how many seconds it takes. They have it down to a science. They don't turn left unless they have to. Very efficient. Everything is tracked. Every semi made in the last 20 years, you know, or you can actually add this to it, can be tracked. You know the driver's going 45. You know if they're gold bricking it. Will that happen? Yeah, it happens. I'm sure it happens. Easy for the company to take care of. You know the production of each truck, how many miles it gets, everything. You know all that stuff. Okay? Everything. The company can easily take care of that now. This isn't 1980 when you couldn't do that. Everything is trackable. Easily done. No problem. People that are doing that, tell them, nope, not happening. Okay? And by the way, the other side of this, the, the mileage-based system that we have now encourages people to be run illegal and be drive unsafely. That's exactly what it, and then you get rewarded for it. The more unsafe people drive, the more you are rewarded. You are rewarding unsafe behavior by paying people by the mile. Because if someone is stuck in traffic, what do they have to do to make money that day? Make that time up. So they speed if the truck will do it. Or they finagle their logs. They try to get over over a little few more hours. These are people creeping around the truck stop going two miles an hour because they don't want their log to switch over because they want to make sure that they can work and take their break at the same time. You know, all this kind of stuff. Drive past or out. Drive extra. Drive as much as possible. Drive if you're tired. Drive if the weather's bad. Well, I better do it because, you know, I'm not going to make, you know, I'm only going to get part, part way. No. Hourly. Hourly should solve those problems. On the, uh, the other side is the company should say, look, if you speed or whatever, they should all do this, really. You are, you know, you will fire you or whatever. But they don't because by paying people mileage, it helps the company too, doesn't it? The more you work, the more they make, right? So rather than paying you properly and trying to figure out how to make money in a legal way where they negotiate better and say, look, we have to get more money. You know, this is not going to be enough to haul the freight. They don't do that. They'll take it for the cheapest, lowest possible because they know you are more than willing to break the law because you're not being paid properly. You're willing to work more. I get those letters all the time. It's so frustrating. Well, Mark, well, let's just end the ELD so we can work a thousand hours a week. Why? Why don't you just get paid better? Why don't you just get paid for your time? And then you wouldn't worry about the log. The first thing I do when I show up at work, when I open that truck door, is sign in. That's it. Open the door and sign in. Nothing happens until I sign in. Go through the sign in. Then, then we start a pre-trip and everything else. Nothing happens until I'm signed in. And the log is running because that's how I get paid paid right off the device easy at the end of the day it tells you exactly how much you made of course you know running uh you know a local exempt i don't have to take a 30 minute break so my whole day is paid period all right there there's no question about it and that's how it should be for everybody there shouldn't be any other way to do it for example people think well mark i gotta make money so i got mileage you know here's the thing for your time there's a job which we talked about in indianapolis 30 an hour to start and it went up a buck a year or something like that, right? So if that driver works 60 hours, and I only talk about overtime jobs. I wouldn't even consider an hourly job that didn't pay overtime. You should get paid overtime. $2,100, right? 60 hours. That's five 12-hour days. Home every day. It's $2,100. Now, how much would a driver make that is gone from their house for all five days for their time that made the same $2,100? 
Well, because of overtime, you were gone five days. That's 120 hours. That's 13, 13 an hour. That's your actual rate. Slightly less than McDonald's for your time. Well, Mark, I don't work when I'm sleeping. You are at work. You need to factor in the time that you are at work. That is time that you are not sleeping at home when you can do whatever you want. You are still at work. Never forget that. Okay? Never forget it. How much would you have to make for the same 120 hours if you got hourly plus overtime to get the same rate as that local driver? $30 an hour times five days is $4,800 at 30 plus overtime to get the same money. That's gross money. Okay. In fact, at McDonald's, if you just got $15 an hour for your time, which is what they're averaging here, uh, for your five days in the truck, that's $2,400. So you're making slightly less than that. Now, does that mean $2,100 isn't good money? Now, that's another discussion. Because trucking pay is good relative to other jobs. Okay, so people at McDonald's don't make 2100 which I'm sure somebody's screaming at their uh, phone or radio or whatever right now. That's correct. Because they're home. They have a life outside of work. So trucking, for most drivers, uh, is a good opportunity to make good money relative to other jobs that you could probably get. But is it good money for the time that it takes you to make it over the road? No. It isn't because you are taking so much of your time up. That's why you should get paid by the hour and not by the mile or any other way. Because by the mile does not pay you for your actual time. Employees whose time is being taken, should get paid. And I know the other thing people are telling me, well, Mark, when uh, you know the company has you go somewhere and sit and they don't get paid, then so they don't pay me. Well, that's their problem. You know, you're thinking like you own the place and you don't. As an employee, if you send me somewhere and I have to sit there and you've chosen as an employer to accept a deal where you don't get paid anything for the truck sits why is that my problem and to go even farther that's out of my control i can't even go in and negotiate that contract and say hey wait a minute i want to get paid and i'll tell you a lot of tariffs for these companies do have uh waiting pay detention time in there at a hundred dollars an hour generally after one hour and i know i've talked about it before and people have always said well mark they don't enforce that well that's their problem Again, that is their problem. You send me there as an employer. Go to this place and deliver this load. I go there and the place goes, we're not ready for you. Um, so you're going to have to sit here for six hours. Why is that my problem? You sent me. You figure it out. That doesn't mean my time isn't being taken. And it's not being taken by the shipper. It isn't being taken by the receiver. It's being taken by you, the employer, because you sent me. I work for you. That they have a problem, I don't care. Their problem should be your problem. Why do you make it my problem? If your kid 
worked at McDonald's, and the hamburger machine broke down or whatever they have in there. I worked at an Arby's. Okay, they worked at Arby's. And uh, the roast beef heater went out, and they couldn't serve food for two hours. They go, we're going to have to close here for two hours, so you all just stay here. We got somebody coming because I need you here when the place gets opened or whatever. Do you think your kid would get paid for that time? Absolutely. Do you think they should get paid? Oh, sure. What if your kid came in and said, like most drivers accept, which just drives me nuts, this waiting an hour, two hours for detention before you get paid detention time. That drives me crazy. Do you think you would accept that for your kid? So your kid goes to work at a fast food, first job, whatever, they're a teenager, and they go, yeah, I start at 8 every day, but they don't pay me till 10 every day. Would you accept that? Would you just say, oh, well, I guess that's what they do there. you got to work for two hours before you get paid. Absolutely not. Come on. So why do people accept it in trucking? Because trucking has told drivers that said, well, you know, we don't get paid, so, you know, you're going to have to wait a couple hours to get this unloaded or whatever. But, hey, we're family, right? Hey, we're family. So just we're all big hugs, big family, which, of course, as we all know, is BS. Okay, I'm here to make money. You're taking my time. You need to pay me. It's your problem that you accept a deal where they don't pay you as an employer. Tough. Go negotiate better. You know, that trucking companies have gotten free labor for so long by drivers that give free labor away. Do you think Jimmy Hoffa would have tolerated this? No, that's why drivers made more then. Pay has been on a steady decline relative to, you know, inflation and everything ever since the 70s. Okay, it has been going down. Yeah, 2000 bucks is good. People made 2000 bucks then. Okay, you're not making any more money. It should be going up, and it isn't because drivers have been conditioned to give away their time. Most of the people from the 70s are not driving regularly now. And so those people aren't here, and the new people have forgotten what it is because schools and, you know, businesses, employers, and, well, you know, that's just how it is. I see tons of YouTube videos that says, so what? I bet people made that kind of video in 1860. Well, you know, this is just how it is, President Lincoln, you know, 1861, and said, hey, well, you know, that's just how it is. This is how it is. Because that's how something is doesn't mean that's how it has to be. Because it's always been done that way. Maybe it's been done the wrong way all along. And people need to stand up and say, no more. I'm getting paid for my time. And it's funny. Because when people get out of the road, you know, because we'll get people that have come in off the road. or whatever, I don't ever see them going back on the road. Once they get paid for their time, they're like, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. You think? <laughs> So then they're like, oh, well, you know, all this time I was on the road, I didn't get paid, you know, I'm making the same money. Yeah, I know. I go, I know. That's why I don't know why you're not, I've been here before. So uh, <laughs> that's that's the problem of paid by the mile versus hourly pay. Hourly pay puts all the problem on the employer where it belongs. If you're stuck in traffic, well, Mark, that's not the employer's problem. Yeah, it is. It really is because they send me somewhere they know if there's traffic and besides which if there's a problem that's not my problem when you take a load somewhere driving it there are going to be issues there could be accidents there could be traffic there could be weather there's truck breakdowns oh that's another thing truck breakdowns this drives me crazy we talked about this on the live show too 
Some companies have a policy where you have to wait 24 hours and then you get $50 per 24 hours. What the heck is that? So you wait three days for a part to come in. Now, generally they put you in a motel, okay, at their cost. And you get, because you waited three days, you get $100. Where are you during this time? You are away from your house. Is that correct? Okay. That means that you're there because of work. Would you otherwise have driven to that motel during that time and stayed there for three days? No. And somebody's, I'm sure somebody's saying, well, Mark, this is different. The truck's broke down. You're not doing any work. Yeah, you're waiting there for the truck. You know who told you to do that? The employer. Well, Mark, what if they just said, uh, you know, go home or whatever? No. Mm -mm. You started at a place, an employer, and I don't think, I think this goes, even if they fire you or anything else, they should bring you back to the place that you started with them from. I, I would like to see this, you know, everywhere. And this doesn't happen, and it should. It isn't right to do to people. So wherever I start my employment with you from is where I should be brought back to if you are going to fire me. And even if you don't fire somebody on the road, they should have to get a ride back to that location at the employer's expense. So, for example, if you go to work at, I don't know, some company in Springfield, Missouri, and they send you there from your hometown on a bus, you started work with them from your hometown. They picked you up from there. or They sent transportation for you, right, from your town. So they need to get you back to that point. If you go to work and you drive there, wherever your terminal is, wherever you drive to, you commute to, you start your work day or work week or work month or however long you're gone, that's where they should bring you back to if you are fired. Until you are back there, you are at work. It's as simple as that. You are released from the place you start from. That's how work works. To tell somebody, hey, this week, I know you broke down and so you're going to get a $300 check, even though you were still gone the whole week, is ridiculous. Drivers should never accept it because you need to have a base pay for your time. For your time for the week. A base out right there. And people get so frustrated about that when it's reversed. It's so ironic that these same people who tell me, well, people will be lazy and mileage pay encourages production. Okay? It encourages production. Yeah, illegal run over hours, speed, but the same people are then aggravated where car dealer mainly it's probably number one. Oh, mark i don't like going in there i like to buy a car from vroom which we're gonna have a talk about in a future podcast here carvana because uh there's no salesman no pushy salesman to uh, push me around or tesla online right there's no salesman that push me around you know and be all pushy do you know why they're like that because they're paid for production it's exactly why. They get paid on commission. So if you don't buy a car, they don't make any money. Some dealers have a small stipend or a draw. Uh, you know, So you'll get 250 maybe $400. But you got to pay that back when you sell a car. So it's a draw against future commission. It isn't actually a guarantee. So until you buy a car from them, they uh, don't make any money. So that's why they're pushy. Hey maybe you're looking for you know some red car that's set up a certain way but they don't they have a gray one that's different they want you to buy that one 
They don't want to help you get the car you want. They want to help you buy a car that's there so they can make money. Why? They're paid for production. And what do people hate about car dealers? Slimy salesmen that try to push them in a car they don't like. That's the system that you like for trucking. You're paying for production. If that salesman got paid by the hour, whether you bought a car or not, he might be more likely to get you the car you want so that you will come back. And, uh, you know, that kind of thing. You give him a good review or whatever. But he wouldn't care necessarily on which car you bought because it's getting paid either way. And he can take time with you. What do you need? What kind of car uh, do you want? Where, where? Let's see if I can look it up. All that kind of. But he's not. They're not paying him for his time. They're paying him for production. In fact, selling cars. If you weren't when I sold cars, when you were, if you weren't there to deliver the car, even if it was your day off, you had to split the commission with whoever delivered the car. Why? That encouraged you to come in production right so you'd come in your day off stand around deliver a car so you didn't have to split the commission with somebody okay ridiculous okay if everybody got paid by the hour you can actually enjoy your day off and not have to worry about coming in because you're not being paid that time didn't pay anything you're just hoping to not getting your pay reduced it's the same at a store right at sears oh many years ago and i worked at sears i told i've talked about this we sold warranties on every item 10 percent of the purchase price of every item in electronics had a warranty would sears would replace it for two years if it broke at no cost if you bought this warranty and so what happened well they made you sell a certain percentage of those right that was part of your deal and so you didn't get paid on them until you sold them you paid for production why because it made the company money right so you're paid for production so you're pushing these warranties on people even though you know they're crap you know why it was crap there at sears because they would take stuff back anyways. Okay, I saw this all the time. People would bring in stuff six years, eight years old. I saw a console TV come in. That's how long ago I was working there. It had cigarette burns on it where people like put their cigarette on it and the cigarette burns down and then burns that little cigarette size hole in the thing. They took that back. Okay, and gave them another TV. That's why I know that thing was crap. And so I hated selling it, but you had to or they fired you because it was part of production. You were commissioned base so i wanted you to buy it because i didn't get paid otherwise you see and so is that a good way to pay people no because i'm giving you something you don't need well mark people shouldn't do that ethically i understand that people shouldn't speed ethically either they shouldn't run over their log they shouldn't have to do any of those things but they do because the way they're paid production encourages illegal behavior it encourages unsafe driving it encourages you to drive if you're sick. It encourages you to drive if you are tired. It encourages you to drive if there's some kind of problem with the truck that you don't want to stop to get fixed. Because why? The same way with breakdowns. Many companies do not pay if you are in the shop just getting the truck fixed. Still a breakdown, I guess. But, you know, for service. Okay, maybe you're on the road and they say, hey, take the truck to the TA or wherever and get an oil change, you know, a service done. Why shouldn't that pay you? I'm doing that for you, right? Why would I do that otherwise? Truck wash okay tankers especially get a washout that ought to pay but and the same it's you're getting paid hourly you stand sit in line gets paid a washout on a reefer gets paid tank washout gets paid just a truck wash they go hey get your truck washed once a month that pays that's for them right now i like a clean truck like everybody else okay but that helps them it's their truck it isn't my truck i think they should keep it clean ups washes every truck they have every day nationwide they have people that do it in the yard because the trucks are back in the yard every single truck they have gets washed every day every one of them your company can at least wash the trucks once a month do you think the person at ups that washes the trucks get paid per truck i don't think so you know how they get paid by the hour 
because they're taking up their time and then they get paid more than that for their skill level. Always remember a base hourly pay. An hourly does not make you lazy. You're an employer. If you want to take up my time, you got to pay me for it. If you, as an independent contractor, owner, operator, have a contract with somebody, I'll haul it for this amount. That's your deal because you are taking the risk so you should get the reward of more money. I'm an employee. I'm not taking any risk. It, you are taking the risk opening a business and everything in hopes that you'll make more money than you would as an employee. That's great. But then if you want to hire somebody and take their time up, you should pay them for the time that you are taking from their life. That's what people need to understand as employees when they're going out to look for a job. Every job, no matter if it's local, over the road, I don't care what it is, what industry it is, you need to figure out how much of their time, of your time, right, that they are taking from you. You are gone five days from your house. That is 120 hours of your time. All of it because of work. That needs to be figured out at 40 hours plus overtime. And then you divide out your gross by that and you figure out your time. 120 hours is uh, for us 80 hours of overtime, which would pay another 120 plus 40 is 160. You divide out the 20, 100 by 160, you get $13.13 .13 an hour. That's how much they're giving you for your time. Is that worth it? That's the problem of truck driving, right? Is that because of all the time it takes from you, the hourly pay is low. That's why people say, you hear people, oh, you can make more at McDonald's. You can make more per hour at McDonald's. You don't make more a week, but you can make more an hour easily. I, fee I see people easily make it 16, 1800 bucks a week for five days. That's $10 an hour, you know, $11 an hour. That isn't any money relative to what the hourly pay at McDonald's is. People at McDonald's, when they leave work, they go home. They see their family. They go to car shows. They do all these things that drivers can't do. And drivers should demand that this time pays better or they shouldn't do it. You know, to give an employer all of your time for less than some teenager gets hourly uh, doesn't make any sense. Now, if you want to own your own truck, even if you're leased on somewhere, whatever it is, you're getting more and, and you decide I'm just going to run a business where I come to work and don't make any money. I'm going to sit around someplace and not get paid for that. I guess that's uh, your purview because you're taking a risk and want to do it. But as an employee, then I'm not doing that. If you want me to come in, you're going to pay me for my time, period. Now, if people want help figuring out uh, how to do that, how to figure hourly, all your hours, all of your hours at work, from getting out of your car to getting back in your car, okay, per week. There's 168 hours in seven days. Take your total amount of hours, subtract 40 from that. All right, so now you have an amount. Say it's 100 hours. You subtract 40 hours. You have 60 hours of overtime. Okay, because we're going to get 40 hours of straight time. Take the 60 and multiply it by one and a half. All right, that's 30 more hours, 90. We have now I have 90. Add that back to your 40 hours. Whatever number you got there, that would be 130. Divide your gross by 130, and that is your straight time pay, which would be straight time as 40 hours plus overtime. That's your actual straight time pay for the work, uh, the time that you put in for that week to earn that amount of money. And uh, it can't be more than 168 because you're paid every week, I suppose. So figure it out weekly 
and see exactly what you're getting an hour. And I think you'll be very surprised to find out what it is. Most drivers uh, are not making, you know, the $4,800 as employees that you would have to make just in five days to make $30 an hour. So your hourly rate is lower. That's why I tell people, look, you can make as much local as you can make over the road. And look at this driver, this job, which is being advertised, okay, which is a pilot fuel haul job that I saw in Indianapolis at $30 an hour. 60 hours is $2,100. All right, you're off the weekend and home every day. So if you lived close by, it'd be better. So that's why I'm telling people, you know, that the same money is made because the road doesn't pay any amount of money per hour. It's such a low amount per hour. You put so much time in. I don't know why people want to eliminate the log to put in even more time other than they're being paid for production instead of being paid for their time. The production part, that's the employer's problem. They should get a higher rate, add in detention time, all that to figure in so that they can make money. But don't put that on the employee because it isn't their problem. It's not their fault. I can't even do anything about it. I'm not even part of the negotiation of how much the rate is going to be as an employee. I have nothing to say about it. Nothing at all to say about it. A while ago, just not that long ago, I went over to a place. I'd sit there like four hours. I got there's a line. I'm like, well, what the heck? And it's only like a 10-mile drive. So I drove like 15 minutes, uh, get over there, and there's a long line. I go up to one of my compadres there and say, hey, what's the dealio? He's like, oh, yeah, there's some kind of problem that we're going to be here. I was there like four hours. Should, that, should I not get paid for that time? Well, Mark, your employer didn't know. I don't care. That isn't my problem. I don't care. They could have me come back, do something else, whatever. Okay, they could. Uh, but that they didn't know. Why is that? I didn't know either. Why don't they have in their contract, hey, when our trucks get somewhere, we get paid. If they don't, if you can't take them right away, we get paid so much an hour per truck. Or That's what they should do. Whether they do it or not, I don't know. You know why I don't know? I don't care. That Whether they do it or not, I don't care. My time is paid. If I got to sit there, you got to pay me. I'm there because of work. Would you otherwise drive a truck someplace and have it just sit somewhere? No. They sent me there. I got to sit there. They're going to pay me. I think there's nothing wrong with that. You can always have the employee come back, do something else. And Oh, well, Mark, how did they know? Because the tra- truck is tracked. They know where the truck is. Oh, what are you doing? Sitting for there for hours at a time. They absolutely have the truck tracked. The DLD in the truck, of course, because they're all newer trucks. So they know exactly where the truck is that hasn't moved for hours, just sitting there on duty. I said duty. And uh, so that's their problem. You know, we just sit there and eventually we got out of there. And some days it's the reverse. I've come in and worked 12 hours with really no break at all because we don't get a 30 minute break on a, a local there. So we're at local. Although we do run a log, but it's all just uh, uh, local hourly. So I didn't even get a break that day. Where we load, there's a portage on there, which you run into while they're loading you. And on long days, they feed you lunch. So they'll bring in lunch for everybody. Some days they'll have subs, and uh, some days, one day they had spaghetti. I don't know where they got that from. <clears throat> where do you get spaghetti? Maybe somebody made a pot of spaghetti, which I actually thought, I thought, kind of thought it was homemade. So uh, in a drink or whatever, and, you know, vegetables. So they'll have, you know, lunch for everybody. You know why they do that? Because they have figured out in their mind that it is cheaper to do that than have the trucks all stop somewhere and everybody go in and buy lunch at a place because we would get paid for that time. You'd get paid for it and the truck would sit and not do work. So on days, some days when it's 12 hours, it's just round trip in 12 hours. And that was close that day, four miles maybe each way. 
It is back out, back out, back out, back, and there were seven of us doing it. We're just big circles for all of us. So we got lunch, but we didn't stop working that day at all, and that's fine too because that's what I'm paid to do. But if there's a problem and I got to sit, that's fine too. That's what I'm paid to do also. That's all on the employer. So don't put any of this on you. And always remember your time, no matter what you are doing. And don't be offended when somebody wants to get paid for something. Because, oh, oh, you're paid for production. All right, so somebody says, hey, I can do this for you at this amount of money. Oh, my God, you're going to pay for that? Yeah. Yeah, you love being paid for production, though. So does everybody else, then. You know? So figure your time in. Let me know. What do you make an hour? After figuring this out, I want to know from people over the road, what do you make an hour? And I'm still saying that truck driving is life-changing money. Um, two to eighteen, fifteen, eighteen hundred, two thousand dollars a week is more than most drivers would make otherwise. And generally, it's way more than people would make. We had a driver on; he's making ten times, uh, you know, five times what he was making. That's life-changing money. That's life-changing money. But uh, but hourly, it isn't life-changing money. That's why it seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. It looks like a lot. But it isn't as much as people think it is when you figure out the hourly rate. So what do you make an hour? Anything? Are you, making, are you at least making minimum wage? Are you making good money an hour or not per week? And do you think you could do better? Or do you think trucking should pay for your time like I do? No, I'm hard-nosed about it that you're paying for my time or we're just going to part ways. I'm not coming in for free. That companies are offended by that. Oh, are you going to get paid for that? Yeah. yeah I'm not going to sit around for free for you. And I don't think that should be a bad thing where people are criticized or chastised for saying, oh, you want to get paid for your time? What are you, lazy? Well, since when did going to work and getting paid be lazy? No, lazy would be like I sit around at home and don't do anything. Okay. Going to work and then getting paid is not lazy. It is how work is done in America. Up to these factories, Subaru down here, they're all paid hourly. Go look out there. Do you think they don't make cars in there? Look at all the cars. All the production and stuff that people, goals and stuff can be measured. And people can get paid that way so that they don't get uh, into this gold-breaking mindset. But I don't know where it came to people to say, well, to go into work and get paid for your time. You're some. You're a lazy bum. <laughs> really? I mean, that's that's how work gets done in America. Really? I mean, it's crazy. It's just crazy. So, that's the story today for the podcast. Think about that. Tell me what you make, right? And uh, let me know. We'll be back with some more videos. I might do a video about this. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel, of course. And uh, thanks for listening. Stay cool today, right? You might get a message from about to stay hydrated. Do that on the clock. And we'll talk to you on the next podcast.